The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, you've likely heard that song over the years. It's A Pittance of Time by Canada's Terry Kelly. It was written in 2002 with the intent of reminding people to observe the two-minute silence on Remembrance Day after he saw a man in a shop failing to do so. This year, Terry, who is also an honorary colonel in the Royal Canadian Air Force representing 14-wing Greenwood, teamed up with another honorary colonel, Dan Hennessy, with 14 Construction Engineering Squadron in Bridgewater, Nova Scotia, to roll out Operation A Pittance of Time in hopes Canadians of all ages will honour those who fought for and continue to fight for our freedom. I'd like to welcome Terry Kelly and Dan Hennessy to the show. Dan and Terry, hi, nice to, nice to talk with you. Great to be here. Hey, Jalen, it's great to talk to you again. Oh, it's so great. Uh, Terry, I want to I wanna start with you and uh, kind of give a little bit of background on that, uh, that's, that song of yours from 2002 that has become so poignant to so many people over the years. And, and Terry, I think it's even more important than ever that we take that two minutes of time, don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, since uh, I wrote the song, one of the uh, dreams was to, this was kind of always in the back burner, (laughs) to have um, Canada, everyone in their respective time zones, stop at 11 a.m. And so you've, uh, you're you're an honorary colonel. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've, uh, at one year, I think it was two years ago, uh, Dan Hennessy and I were having a libation and <laughs> surprise drinking, drinking chocolate chocolate milk yes. and, and uh, so this dream that my, my manager and brother Tony and I have, have had for uh, years since the song was written Dan says let's let's do it so we started working on it and there's a special thing I'll let Dan to, uh, just share with you a bit but there's a particular difference between uh, the two minutes of silence or an adjustment if for, to, to kind of make it easier for Canadians to pay tribute and to celebrate our freedom and so on. So, well, let's talk uh, about let's talk about that, Dan. Uh, I, I mean, I can I can picture the two of you sitting there, you're you're you know head to head having this conversation and knowing the both of you. Um, I mean, the both of you dream big and have big ideas and are great at executing them. Operation Pittance of Time came out of this. So, explain how what this is and 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 the change in it what are you what are you hoping this year well you know canadians are are generally ferociously patriotic so we know that so we're going in on a high note all this program this operation of pittance of time will achieve is a little bit of a nudge for canadians and it's not just canadians in canada we eventually want to touch (laughs) canadians globally because we all have that same passion. And you know, we, we all go out to schools and we talk to people and, and generally people always complain that two minutes of silence is so darn long. 
so I came up with a a little secret for people, and and the kids love it. But you know, kids of all ages would would appreciate this. And I tell them, when they ask for two minutes of silence, close your eyes, bow your head, and start thinking about all of the things that you are thankful <laughs> for. Thankful for the house you live in, the food you eat, the school you get to go to, your friends, all of those great things that you have. And it's because of the sacrifices that our veterans have made, have made and continue to make for us that you have that. And I tell them, I said, at the end of the two minutes, you will be surprised how quickly it went. So I said, that's the secret to getting through two minutes of silence. But in Terry's, Terry's words, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, we don't care. Just stop and reflect. And the fact, the fact is, Jaylene said, you know, everyone's life is different, and sometimes you don't have the two minutes, or mm-hmm. people don't go to the cenotaph because they are unable to like this year particularly. So, and, and so, wherever you are, you know, my wife was talking the other day. She said, you know, you could take a, a walking meditation. Mm. So you could go out for a walk, and, and at eleven o'clock, just go into meditation mode and walk. That's a good idea so, too, Terry. Yeah. So I mean, whatever you're doing. You don't have to stop. Uh, it just—it's about gratitude for freedom and the service of our veterans, yes, but also our, uh, you know, currently serving men and women. Terry, your ties go back much farther um, to the military than just being an honorary colonel. Uh, they go back to being a child. And if I remember correctly, uh, when when you went to school, when you went to the school for the blind, the, the folks that were running that were mainly were retired former military people. If they, I think that's the story that I remember. What did they teach you? Well, the biggest, well, you're right. You know, when I was, so I spent 10 months of the year away from home in a, in a residential school for the blind. And as it turned out, many of the teachers and house parents were uh, retired Army, Air Force, Navy people. And so the gift they gave us, Jalen, was that they didn't baby us, they didn't overprotect us, they didn't feel sorry for us, they weren't sad because we were blind, because they'd seen lots of atrocities and situations around the world in their in their work. And so I remember Mr. Fraser, a retired PTI guy in the Navy, he said uh, one time when we were in our gathering, we used to have a bull session every week <laughs> to talk about different things, you know. And so Mr. Fraser said to us one day, he said, you know, you guys, the worst thing ever happens to you in your lives is you're blind, count your blessings. Hmm. And you're blind, get over it. <laughs> now, some people would say that was heartless, but it wasn't because they said that with love. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, Dan Fogelberg, uh, thundering velvet hand. And then they showed us how to get over it by uh, teaching us to identify our gifts, our gifts of hearing, touch, problem solving, uh, looking at things from a positive perspective. Yeah. Right? And so the blindness is no big deal. So me being blind, no big deal. You know, it doesn't matter to me. Dan, I want to ask you, um, I know both of you, um, you know, Terry, you're out at 14 Wing Greenwood. Uh, Dan, you are um, out at Bridgewater. We know the East Coast, um, the RCAF uh, suffered a, a major, major tragedy earlier this year in, in April, the end of April, when Stalker 2-2, the cyclone helicopter, uh, went down. And uh, we lost uh, four members of the Air 
Air Force in that crash, two members of the Navy. Later on, of course, we had uh, Captain Jen Casey of the Snowbirds die in that accident. Uh, just like a month later, just last week, we've had another death within the in the Canadian Armed Forces in the in the Army. What have you learned from being out there and and uh, and being a part of that community about the strength and the resiliency of of the members and of their families? Dan, I'm going to start with you. Sure. I mean, when I took on this role as honorary colonel, I, I realized very, very quickly that I adopted a huge extended family, and that is members of the Army, Navy, and Air Force. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we... We celebrate our victories as a family, but we also gather and mourn our losses as a family. Uh, one of the gentlemen that I interviewed was uh, the deputy commanding officer of 423 Squadron in Sherwater, mm-hmm. who actually um, had the cyclones on the uh, on the Fredericton, and uh, was actually on the ship when the incident happened. And just to talk to Simon Froshlow um, and feel the pain. It's, you can't help but be empathetic for our members. And, you know, it is. It is a family. And as I said, when you lose, you, uh, you certainly feel that tragic loss. But you also feel the power in that organization. It's a healing power that they all come together and it's a support structure that is embedded within the Canadian Armed Forces that allow our people to to move ahead and I mean what do we do we adapt we overcome Terry uh, Kelly Dan Hennessy joining me this afternoon gentlemen before I let you go Terry um, if you have one wish I mean I said that this this song has now been 18 years and it's still making uh an impact um at this time at this time of year but again i think it's one of those songs that we could we could pause and and remember throughout the year what do you hope in the years to come that people take from pittance of time and operation pittance of time well you know so i'm glad you asked that jaylen because this is not just about tomorrow remembrance day it certainly is about that and it's a time to really but uh you know, it's it's to have the feeling of gratitude for our freedom, for the service of our uh, men and women and veterans and their families, and to have that feeling extend throughout the whole year, and, and to be uh, to be peaceful ourselves. And that's why part of this whole operation of time is having a connection with my heart, your heart, and then extend it back to the people who have made this uh, country of ours such a wonderful, safe place to live. Terry and Dan, thank you both uh, so much for joining me this afternoon. I look forward uh, to when our paths cross once again. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. All right, take care. Dan Hennessy joining us this afternoon and Terry Kelly. But two minutes I will bide It's a pittance of time For the boys and the girls who went over In peace may they rest May we never forget why they died It's a pittance of time